All right, everybody. Thank you for jumping on with us for our training day podcast. I got the stud, my man, senior vice president from Family First Life Legacy Life Group, Sean Barnes, who's just cold crushing it. And um, I'm excited about all the things you got going on, my man. You know, you've always been an amazing trainer, someone who's acclimated to the business, who's looked yourself in the mirror and, and has made real changes to things that you needed to do to get better for you. When you started team building, things you need to do better, things you needed to do to get better for your team. And that's very honorable. You know, you guys finished the month of, of March, which is a five-week month, helping 308 families. Came back in April and helped 313 families. So you basically have, you know, collapsed. That's called momentum, by the way, for those who are confused. If you do, I think it was actually the other way around, 313 in March, 308 in April. But if you do that much in a five-week month and come back and do the same amount in a four-week month, that means you grew by 20%. That's a lot of momentum in, in, you know, in your direction. There's things you had to do, Sean, to get to that momentum. Is that your biggest four-week month? That is, that is by far our biggest four-week month. That's amazing. So there's things you know you've been putting in play to get a momentum where you can grow 20% month over month. It's not easy to do, but when you're doing it, it, just, it does move. So talk to us a little bit about some of the things you've done coming into this year to start getting the traction that you knew you could have. Yeah, well, Mark, first of all, I want to say I appreciate you having me on, man. It's always an honor to uh, be able to pour into our company, uh, pour into the team, and any way I can help, man, I'm, I'm really humbled to be able to do that. Um, but First of all, I mean, I, I kind of got got to go back maybe about six months. Okay. So um, six months, landscape kind of changed, you know, from recruiting and, and building and things like that. And we really went backwards for a little while, just trying to reassess how, how are we going to grow this thing in this new landscape? And we were kind of lost for, for a good two to three months. Mm. In the middle of that, I started to realize like, I have some strengths and I also have some weaknesses. Mm. And instead of trying to fight and get better at the weaknesses, I realize I need to focus on my strengths, but then let someone else compensate for those weaknesses. And that's when uh, my business partner, Richie Crayhall and I really started hashing out, okay, how can we both contribute to our agency and grow this thing together and, and accentuate both of our strengths. And once once I kind of humbled myself and, and allowed that change to take place, dude, we just, it just changed. It changed the whole ball game for us. Wow. First off, that's, um, that's, 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 that's good humility. And that's some humble pie you had to, you had to deal with. Obviously it was a struggle. And then you kind of, how'd you face yourself? When you realize I have strengths, I also have weaknesses. The weaknesses are hurting us. If I double down on these strengths, it'll help us. And if I relinquish some of these things I'm weak at, we'll really, it'll, it'll, we'll multiply. Yeah, good question. I think just looking at the numbers, you know, kind of not seeing any uh, noticeable growth for a good long period of time and then seeing kind of in a sense, just agents coming in and coming out. 
and I and I was just assessing, okay, how much of that is my fault and how much of that is industry standard? Mm. And I started to realize, okay, I can't do anything about what's normal, but anything that I'm accountable to, I need to be accountable to those. So it was just, okay, do I want to just be the only face of my agency and us mm. never grow? We never <laughs> make more money. We never move anywhere. Or do I humble myself and allow someone else to come in and share in what we have, but then we skyrocket. And it honestly, it was it took me a long time to come to that realization. But once I came to it, it was, it was super simple. It just made complete sense. I love it. That's huge. That's so huge. Um, many people are, are going to be faced with that or, or have dealt with that or going to deal with that. Um, where were you weak at that was, that was hurting? Yeah, great. I, I tend to forget about people, not intentionally. You know, I, I serve in ministry, um, I run our business, and then I juggle family. And so the day-to-day of like chasing and remembering to call an agent who hasn't called me, um, and, and to be honest, if I'm really transparent, the patience level I have hmm. to like tell an agent to do something 10 different ways hmm. I don't have that. (laughs) (laughs) So where, where I tend to be good at is like, okay, if an agent calls me from any agency and they're like, Hey man, can you help me? I'm like, cool. I want to see the last 12 weeks of your weekly numbers. Mm. And I can diagnose that agent in like two minutes. Right. Whereas Richie is really, really good at like, all right, cool. Let's role play. Give me your script. Mm. Like, and that's where Gabe is really good at. And right. that's what made our team grow is he mm. would call us and and he would tell us the same thing 10 different ways until it clicked. Mm. I, I, I tried that. That's just not where I was strong at. So what I realized, if I can bring kind of the numbers game, the operational standpoint to nice. our team and let him be kind of like the compassionate one in a mm, way yeah. that the role playing and, and, and dude, it, it just brought a lot of synergy. And a lot of that came from him kind of being proactive too. Like, Hey man, I know I'm not receiving an override off of agents that aren't direct to me, mm-hmm. but I want to see our team win. How can I help? Wow. And do those conversations, man. It really, it really helped a lot. That's so good, man. Um, that's huge. That's huge. That's so huge. That literally is is bringing you to where you are today. Is that a fair statement? One hundred percent. Yeah. Because you've been selling at a high level since 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 you got serious, and mm-hmm. Richie sells at a high level. Um, both of you understand this business. I think you're saying, "Hey, look, I'm more operational numbers analytical, and this guy's more of a trainer, more more uh, you know compassionate, more willing to." you know, have the patience. Okay, great. Yeah. All right, so you, you work together. And when did that really start? I think I noticed it probably towards the beginning of this year when he really started to bring some heat on with warm market and things like that. Um, and then we started really talking and working together from a marketing standpoint. And we started talking more about the business side of things. And Richie, Richie was the first person I ever brought on mm. once I started recruiting. Mm. And it, you know, once he he obviously hit Hall of Fame last year. And and through that uh seriousness, I guess you could say, 
started to really realize like, man, we're both in this for the long game mm. and how can we actually grow? And that, that brought a lot of accountability to me because I needed to make sure, Hey man, I can't slow down. Cause I have this guy who's chomping at the bit mm. and I don't want to let him down. So That's through great. that, we just, it, a lot of conversations until we got clarity on how we're going to move forward as a team. That's huge, man. I mean, again, it's two things. I, I'm, he's chasing me down and yeah, he's my boy. I don't want to let him down. That's, yeah. that's a lot and a lot of good stuff there. Now, when you think about like these changes, again, now mm -hmm. you have momentum. So we went from six months ago, lack of growth, you know, stagnant, if you will. You made changes. This is what I think. This is where the rub is. Like people need to understand, like if it's not working, make changes, you know. So you soul, you searched your soul, you searched your mind, you searched your heart and said, all right, these are the things I need to change. That turned into momentum. Mm -hmm. So watching that now you guys are doing all telesales right we're hybrid hybrid we're, talk we're to happy, me a little bit about yep. your 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 structure and then what do you what does onboarding look like mm -hmm. at legacy life group yeah so one one of the biggest operational moves that i made personally was in February, I hired a, a new admin slash uh, agent success coach. Got it. So uh, she works directly out of my office. She's here now. She took over all of the onboarding stuff, which really was a game changer for us. We had someone doing that, but they were essentially, they were in a sense virtual. They weren't in my office. So again, that brought accountability to me to have someone working in my office. Hmm. Um, so we did that. She took over that for our whole team. That allowed us to just focus on the training aspect and not necessarily like, where are you going to get this paperwork? Where, what papers do you need to sign? And she does all of that. So that allows us the free time to really focus on what we, A, enjoy doing, but also B, what we're good at. And so whether that's marketing, whether that's uh, getting on a call with an agent, okay, let's work through your numbers and see maybe some lead diversity, things like that. Um, you only got so much time and so much mental energy you can put into this. And there comes a point in business that I've learned some of that you have to hire out. No doubt. That way it keeps you most efficient at That's what, huge. at the things you should be doing, which is making money or helping other people make money. Right. How many staff do you have? Is it the, the one girl? We have, uh, we have three collectively between him and I, we have three We have one, one girl who does all of our marketing. Yeah. And then I have a admin slash agent, agent success coach. And then he just hired a personal admin uh, as well. Now, how does it feel? I mean, obviously when you hire someone, you have to train them. So let's talk about, mm -hmm. you know, that, but then I want to also talk about the, the byproduct of training them and having someone with you that is now another 40 hours mm -hmm. that you just can't, you just, you can't just keep you can't keep manufacturing 40 hours by yourself. Yeah. You have to. Yeah. You know, you, you could work 80. 120 is yeah. we're starting to get a little submit a bit much, you know. So if you're working whatever, you add another 40 hours that that increases. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about bringing someone in to the fold. Before we do that, how do you identify what it is you're looking for? In an employee? Yeah. Yes. Uh, 100% a positive attitude. Hmm. Like, dude, I, I kid you not. I do not do well with complaining. 
on any level. Like for my kids, my <laughs> wife, I have to be a little bit more compassionate about if she's having a, a rough day. But like, I, I just, dude, it just goes over my head. I just can't mm. do it. Mm. And so she's never complained about one single thing ever. And two, right out of the gate, she showed a willingness to help the team. Now it did help. She had experience at the position in a different insurance model, but nonetheless, um, she came in and was like, how do I help you guys grow? She fell in love with helping our agents, um, took everything on a personal level, uh, to really help them succeed. And it crushed her when an agent didn't want to succeed. And, and I had to work, help her work through that to identify the type of agent we're looking for, but she just fell in love with helping our team out of the, from the first conversation. I don't know if everyone is that spoiled, but that helped us a lot. And, and it just, just having her do things that a, I just don't want to do or B I'm not good at, I'm not a nece I'm not necessarily an organized, organized person. Right. So having her come in and be in that, you know, I got 40 hours of extra organization added to my Dude. life is a game changer, <laughs> absolute game changer. I always say I'm organized in my mind, but not, not when it comes down to my desk. So I understand brother. Yeah. <laughs> between her and a whiteboard i learned that from john wetmore i whiteboard everything <laughs> i got ideas i just put them on a whiteboard and uh let, let it stew for a bit love it now you bring someone in you got to train them mm -hmm. what does that look like you know when it comes to you you maintaining your schedule personal production helping agents and now training someone mm -hmm. new how do you clear the deck and what kind of um expectation do you generally have for runway for this new person yeah. that's trying to get acclimated to your system? Yeah. Well, I'll say the, the two people I'm looking to work with that I find are worth my investment are a someone who is looking, they're in survival mode. They're, they're broke. They have a very, very strong North star and it could be anything from like, I need to get out of debt. I need to pay my bills. Like I hate my job. I need something better. I need to feed my kids that person or on the opposite side, someone who is already doing well, but they're looking for significance. Mm. So survival or significance, Ooh. those extremes. Getting it. What I have found is the people in the middle that have been comfortable for a long time do not survive here. Wow. Because you cannot come into insurance and stay comfortable. You can't. Huh. It's real easy to go back to an 80, 90, $100,000 uh, salary. And it's just there. You don't got to work too hard for it. Hmm. Either side of that are the people who I'm looking for. So what I tend to do, I'm really relatable to the people who are coming from that survival mode. Cause that's how I came into the business. No doubt. On the significant side, I just, I point them to people who are doing really well. And I just feed the beast. Like I give them hmm. everything they need to be successful. And I let them run. I don't hmm. micromanage them. Mm -hmm. So more on the on the the lower end of that extreme, um, I share a lot of personal stories. What I've gotten better at is getting to know them, know their family, like what was their life like, what was their background, really connecting with them, and then plug making sure, dude, you got to be on training. If an agent calls me and they're like, I'm having this problem, I'll typically ask them a question I already know the answer to, mm -hmm. and it's usually like, hey, so-and-so, like, were you on last week's training? No. Okay. So you're dialing these leads. Have you, I haven't seen you on live dials. We're on there every single day. At least someone is, have you been on there? Mm -hmm. If excuses follow, 
I'm really not looking to work with that person like pretty much from that that day on unless they change their behavior. Right. If they're like, I didn't know, then that's my fault. Mm -hmm. I got to take accountability that then we work with our staff. Okay. How do we communicate better? Mm -hmm. Um, so a lot we'll, we get on calls, we'll role play with them. We try to make sure if an agent is really looking to be successful, we need to hear you dial and you need to be plugged into the team doing this business solo, literally on an Island. It's, it's just a recipe for disaster mm. and a very select few people will make it. So really plugging into the team, doing some role playing and individual training is huge for us. That's huge, man. Uh, when you think about, you know, again, these, this, this seed that you're planting, these, these investments that you're making, and we know we don't, we know every crop's not growing out of the ground, and even the ones that are aren't growing at the same pace or the same level. But we know if we don't sow seeds, if we don't invest into people, there's no business. Mm -hmm. So you're doing that at a high level. Now, when you bring Richie in, right? And he's probably helping to lead some of these platforms, live dial some of these things as well. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So what is his, what does that look like from his standpoint? Because you're mm -hmm. dealing with, you know, survival or significance. Does he play in the middle or is he dealing with the same? Yeah, great question. So Richie's baby was live dials. Like when we really talked about when live dials as a in the company was taken off. That was kind of his baby way before we ever decided to run our teams together or anything like that. So he's always managed that I'm kind of in and out throughout the day and I'll get on calls with agents separately and things like that. But he's the one a lot of times that's, you know, noticing, Hey, this, I know how to help this agent. He's really struggling with his confidence or, you know, she's way too nice on the phone. Mm -hmm. Having that ammo allows me when I get on a call with an agent to go, okay, hey, based on what, what I see and based on what we've seen as a team, this is where I know we can help you at. Let's work through that. And at that point, I'm, I'm a little bit, when someone is actually taking my advice and running with it, I'm willing to say the same thing multiple times. Mm -hmm. It's when the agent goes, Hey, I'm struggling with this. Can you help me? And I go, yes, here's what you need to do. Like I've gone through this, go do this. And then they follow up with a, but you know, X, Y, Z. And there's always other reasons why that won't work. Well, I don't know what else to tell you. I gave you the answer. There's nothing else I can say to you besides just go do it. And, and that has helped a lot by kind of weeding those agents out. You can't fight the numbers. They're always going to be the same, but you, I feel like we've gotten better at identifying who we need to just let go and who is worth investing in. Nice. Now, Legacy Life Group. Name change for y'all. Yes, know, sir. There's a lot that goes into a name, especially a name change. Yeah. <laughs> if anyone's filing for new names, there's a lot more going into it than what they were birthed with. So, yeah. Talk to me. Talk to us. What, 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 where are you coming from and, and why Legacy Life Group? Yeah. So I think the name change kind of capped off the momentum we've gathered. So when I started FFL Ascent, which was our prior name, that didn't really come with any sentimental or, or North Star. It was essentially almost like a, if you know, you know, type of name. Cause I live by Kennedy Space Center 
And so it kind of made sense, but it had no meaning or depth behind it. And so literally outside of the logo for, for two years, I slept on, okay, how do I, how do I like attach this to any sort of depth? And it never came. And, and just throughout some, some praying and meditation and really deep diving into what do I want to accomplish with my life? Mm-hmm. I came across the word legacy and this thought kind of hit me is how I'm known today is very temporary. It's very, very temporary. That could change. My reputation could change overnight. Mm-hmm. The moment I leave this earth, that's permanent. Wow. My legacy is what I'm going to leave behind what I leave my wife, how I take care of my kids for, you know, if they have 30, 40 years on this earth without me, how am I going to take care of them when I'm gone? Mm. That's my legacy. And so that kind of like woke me up in a sense and gave new meaning to what I'm doing in the business. And in, in a sense, attaching that to what I do in ministry, like when I leave this earth, how many people can I affect? How many agents can I help move from the situation they're in to a better situation? How many agents can I give purpose to when they don't have it? That's my legacy. Mm. And dude, it just made sense. And so I kind of coined this phrase. I wake up, I wake up every single day chasing my legacy, chasing how I'm going to be remembered. And that dude, it just gives me goosebumps saying it right now. Yeah, that was definitely a moment for me as well, just hearing that. That's 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 so, as you said, significant. You know, it's not. It's, yeah, it's it's not. Um, it's that's serious. That's temporal. I mean, I mean, that's uh, permanent. You know, so it's that's serious, bro. That's a serious statement. I wake up every morning chasing my. I never heard that. I'm like, <laughs> I'm trying to internalize that. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. How did you even get to that place? I wake up every day chasing my legacy. How'd you get there? Because that sounds like another, a whole nother step. Yeah. Well, I think just kind of connecting why I wake up. Like I needed a North Star. Obviously, serving the Lord is a North Star. Obviously, mm-hmm. making money is a North Star. But like on a deeper level, what is that all like? What does that mean? And if I take myself out of the equation, what does me chasing being a godly father or a godly husband or just a a man of a God fearing person in, individually, what does that mean for everyone else? Hmm. Like, how does that affect everyone else? Yes, reading my Bible, praying every day, like that's that's going to benefit me. But how does living a godly life benefit everyone else? Wow. And how does selling insurance and running our insurance agency benefit other people besides myself. And a legacy in my mind, I realized is not something like when I'm dead and gone, I don't benefit anything anymore. It's not about me. People are going to come to my funeral and then they're going to forget about me like two days later. Hmm. But if I can leave something so impactful when I leave this earth well, one, I'll never be forgotten. So that's a selfish reason. But two, it's just a way for me to, to, to benefit and help so many people when I'm not even here anymore. And it was just a lot of sleeping and thinking on that thought. And when I, when I hit that phrase, chase your legacy, man, it just gave me goosebumps and it like got me out of bed with a whole new different type of energy. That's different. When you start, when you start putting, you know, 
your life into that perspective, that's so different. You just said, you just said so much that's so different that it, it's, I know without a shadow of a doubt, and I didn't know before this podcast because I'm getting up to speed as we're talking, but I know without a shadow of a doubt this thing's taken off. Like there's, there's no way you're not going to impact the multitudes because it takes time sometimes, you know, to, to figure out what you just said. Actually, some people never get to what you just said. You know what I mean? Like, um, but it takes time to understand what you're doing every day and the impact it can have for other people, not just you. Because a lot of times we're all taught, rightfully so, to put the oxygen mask on first. It's some, and everybody takes a different time to put on their oxygen mask, right? Some people can put it on in, you know, three months. Some people can put it on in 12. Some people put it on in 18. just depends. So what looks like stagnancy or whatever or, or slow speed is just somebody's time, right? And your time has gotten you to here, which is like, all right, what am I – Every day, how am I leaving a legacy? How am I yeah. impacting people in, in that are brought into my ecosphere? How am I, what am I exampling? What am I modeling? And how is it benefiting people? That's, that's a lot. That's a wrap. <laughs> Cut. I mean, yeah. like, that's, that's a wrap. That's, that's where everything happens. So listen, man, I appreciate you, man. This is really good stuff. Um, if a new agent was listening to this, Sean, what would you want to tell them? Don't quit. Just absolutely don't quit. Everything you're going to go through as a new agent, someone else has gone through it, gotten through it and come out on top. Mm. Don't quit. That's huge, man. Well, thank you so much for jumping on with me for our training day podcast. This joint was fire. So, um, I'm excited. My man, Sean Barnes. Legacy Life Group, man. Appreciate you, brother. Appreciate you, Mark. Thanks for having me on. God bless you all. Keep listening. Appreciate you. Love you. Thank you, Sean. Take care.